0: This week's episode of the STS Guys is brought to you by YardSaleSource.com. Miss out on Father Time's objects of desire the first time around? Fear not and take heed for YardSaleSource.com is the place for new, used, and nostalgic items both rare and collectible are up for grabs now with real-time video with descriptive shopping available on YouTube. Acquire what you desire. Acquire what time forgot. Acquire it now at YardSaleSource.com.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 12, maybe 11.5, depending on uh, how this one turns out. I'm not really sure what the number is going (laughs) to be on this one. Of the STS guys, I am Jeremy. And I'm Scott. Uh, We are missing uh, quite a few members today, uh, just because we are actually headed on an adventure to Tucson Comic Con. We're
1: going on an adventure! So...
0: I'm pretty excited about this just because like I said we, we got invited down to Tucson Comic Con. So it's it's about a two-hour drive for us. Yeah. Um, but it's it's gonna be one of the very first cons that we're gonna be covering. Our first official coverage of a convention. Now I, I am super pumped about this just because one, like I said, because we got invited down there. Two Rick, like, they actually <laughs> took us seriously. <laughs> <laughs> they took us seriously. Hey, we are serious now. We have shirts. Yeah,
1: we do. We'll we'll check our Instagram, we'll have some photos of us up with our official SCS guys, Swag Shirts.
0: Swag Shirts, um, so, but then like I said, it's actually got a pretty decent guest list going on. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm pretty pumped about, like I said, one, just kind of taking you know, advantage of going down there and, and looking around like some of the vendor hall and, and, and some of the exhibitors and stuff like that, but also like interacting with some of the guests as well. Oh yeah, no,
1: there's one, did you see the, the recent one that just got released or they just posted that's kind of the surprise guest showing up?
0: Isn't uh, the guy from police canada? Yeah, Michael Winslow, oh, dude—the the,
1: the man of a, what is it? The man of ten thousand sound effects.
0: Yeah, man, like so they're, they're pulling stuff out of you know, everywhere. Oh yeah. So you, so have, you got uh, *Rocky Horror Picture Rocky, Show*. Yeah, *Rocky Horror Picture Show*. Um, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, the original what, Black and Yellow Ranger? Yep. And then, and, and then from the comic side, you have like Neil and Joel Adams. Uh, you have Joe Rubinstein, which was heavy, you know, into. Know, that, Wolverine, that original Wolverine miniseries that came out, like I said, he, I said he was heavily involved in that, um, so a lot of good common guests as well, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm like I said, I'm pretty excited to, one, like I so said, our first con actually has some, some decent lineups. Yeah, to some people that we actually would like to talk to. So, like I said, this is, like I said, like we kind of joked around in the beginning of the episode, like I said, we were talking about it being episode 11.5, because this may sound, like I said, a, a little weird, um, because, like I said, we're... we're basically podcasting from a car right now. Right. A moving car uh, going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're just out in the middle of the desert. Yes, we're out in the middle of the desert headed down to Tucson um, basically from Phoenix and so it's it's going to be interesting on, on, on how it turns out. But yep. we want to get it out there so that way one, you can see how we're going. We're going to have tons of video coverage from the con.
1: Oh yeah, no, most definitely. I, I think we have what? At least two cameras if not more that will be oh, yeah. up, and, up and going here. So trying to record as much of that footage of the con and and the uh, the greatest news about the Tucson Comic-Con, the beer garden, which I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of footage of. Well, like I
0: said, we posted on our Instagram that that's probably where you'll catch us hanging out at. Look, uh, you know, look for us uh, there with uh, the SDS guys' shirts on. Um, like I said, we'll be hanging out at the beer garden, I'm pretty sure, a couple different times throughout <laughs> the, of the day. Th-
1: throughout the day, we'll, we'll definitely partake.
0: Um, now, we also, uh, on our Instagram as well, we, we posted a special giveaway um, basically to kind of celebrate us going down to Tucson Comic-Con that was open to everybody. Um, kind of a surprise thing just for our Tucson Comic-Con uh, attendees, uh, Scott and I are actually bringing four Funko Pops down there that we're actually going to be giving away. Yes. Um, so we're going to have some footage of that. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to basically stop people on the street you know, or, or at, at the convention and basically ask him random trivia questions about the character of the pop. And then if they get it right, they're going to win it. And then I said, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of get that coverage as well. So we're, we're no. really excited to do that as well. No, I
1: do believe, though, because obviously it's Tucson Comic-Con and our listeners aren't all in Tucson. Um, isn't there a uh, contest going for those that aren't going to be at the con? Yeah, so, yeah. so that is the, so
0: that is the, uh, the Hellboy on our Instagram account um, which we have we have we're giving away that and then um, for our YouTube subscribers that can actually get on uh, the the Tucson the celebrating the Tucson one they can go to our Instagram account and comment hashtag I love Larry um, I wonder who put out that video yeah. uh, in regards to actually winning that the Bunko Pop it was um, me <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I knew you I know you I love, Leary. I love Larry we all love Larry everyone loves Larry everyone loves Larry <laughs> um, so instead so of go ahead and, you know, check out our Instagram in case you had, check out our YouTube too. Our YouTube has a ton of content as, as well. Um, right now, honestly, we have our 200 subscriber uh, uh, contest giveaway going on. And on we are right getting now. close. We are getting close. Like I said, last time I checked this morning, we are 179. We are 21 away. 21
1: away from setting up that Rob Liefeld signed Deadpool comic.
0: Yeah. So that, that, that is our one, a super awesome giveaway. Um, like I said, a signed comic by Rob Liefeld. Like I said, if you can't,
1: Exclusive comic.
0: Yes, it is an exclusive comic from Rob Liefeld's website. If you can't like get to a con or you can't like I said or if you have never been to a con or just don't have the opportunity to actually meet Rob Liefeld, this is a great opportunity to actually get something signed by Rob Liefeld. Yeah. It's it's an awesome comic. I've
1: I've been, gotten a chance to read through it. It's a great comic, but the fact that you got it signed is
0: awesome. Now, I, I, I am super pumped about that. Like I said, I'm I'm excited to give that away and then once we hit 200 subscribers, like, so the giveaways don't give up, you know end up there. Like so we're not saying hey, 200, we're done. Say we're, we're, we're done with giveaways. We're greedy. I want more. Oh, we are greedy. <laughs> I said I, I want more and more and more. Um, well, technically, is it we're not greedy if we're giving shit away? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's called charity at that point, right? <laughs> so I want to be more charitable, more and more and more charitable. Right. Um, so we actually have, um, a, a special giveaway lineup, which is actually probably going to be our biggest giveaway ever, uh, that we've done on the channel. Um, like I said, look forward to that coming. Once we hit that 200 subscribers on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, uh, you can go to stsguys.online, uh, and that'll actually take you directly to our YouTube channel. Or you can check out our website at stsguys.com. It has links directly to the YouTube there as well. Absolutely. So we have all our playlists in there. And then, like I said, if you want to listen to the podcast, like I said, the podcast uh, is all located on the website. We are on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, we are on TuneIn now as well. TuneIn Radio, and, yeah. We yeah. got set up went, on that. So any platform that you want to listen to, you know, you know, our, our asses on, we're pretty much there. So uh-huh. whether you like it or not, you can, you can listen to us wherever you want. We're,
1: like I said it before, we're like a virus, man. We're going to spread to every platform we can. So we're like herpes? Yes. <laughs> they, My what, favorite. Whether you want to or not, herpes is I mean, coming. I'm just going to say we're like the warts because we keep popping back up. <laughs> like we go away and then we come back up. It's like every Sunday you get a flare
0: up. You know what? I, I, I was wondering what was happening <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> so, okay. So kind of uh, in the event of the actual podcast, like we always talk about what we did during the- Scott, what did you do this week? Um... Honestly, I was a shut-in this week. I yeah, correction. Correction. So last week we talked about going to Hot Topic like a couple teenage girls.
1: Yes. We did that again. So we did that again. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, surprise to me walking into work, I run into you and you're like, Hey, get your shit, we're going to Hot Topic. So yeah. go
0: to the hot topic. Uh, yes. Yeah. So other
1: than yes, yeah, so we did go to, to Hot Topic, there was a, a a Funko pop that you specifically wanted for your horror collection. Yes, the promise. Um, and so I, I think we have to talk about what Hot Topic is doing actually uh, with their collectibles now. I think that's a, a huge thing to kind of segue into yeah, the story. So for everyone that knows Jeremy and Larry both are very avid collectors of, of Funko Pops and specifically look for those chase variants of some of those things. Those super love, rare love chases. Those super rare pops that they have. And Hot Topic last week had. Is it uh, would we call it a double rare chase? How would we describe this one? That's
0: um maybe, maybe you
1: can call it that or maybe an exclusive chase. An exclusive chase. So basically, Hot Topic had their own exclusive compass. And then they had a chase version of that Krampus as well. So you can only get it at Hot Topic and it's kinda of their their own chase of that thing, which is awesome because it's like uh kind of like a black and white flocked Krompus, you know. It's like a double rainbow. Double rainbow. Yeah. And like, you know, Krompus, the evil Santa Claus Beat Your Kids. Um so, I, which, by the way, that movie is so terrible, but I love it. Oh, it's it's like a train break. You have to watch it, like, no matter what. Like
0: it's it's a horror movie. Like I said, it's a horror, like... It's a horror holiday movie with Adam Scott. Like, it's awesome. I watched it again no, night, no one's trying to be
1: funny. Like, everyone's trying to be funny, but, like, no one's actually funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Hot Topic has switched, at least here. I don't know if this is, like, a company policy or anything like that, but here in Phoenix, they have switched to this method that if they get a new shipment of pops in, if they have any chases... What they do is the night before they kind of say, "Hey, we have these in stock," and they'll put them out the next day.
0: So this has kind of garnered some um, some mixed reactions from people. Um, mixed reactions are like, "Hey, don't you you know if you give people you know without the opportunity to have jobs you know and this and the other what if what if we work and have real jobs? Um, we have real jobs. Uh, I take the opposite approach." This is awesome. Yeah, just <laughs> because we have real jobs, and we're also within
1: five minutes of the hot topic. Yeah, so it's called a lunch break. Yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Like I, said, I can eat at
1: nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's,
0: it's you, you change around your lunch break. That you you, yeah. you make some different accommodations. Yeah. But I honestly like this better just because one, I know what they have, and two, like I said, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, going, going from store, to store to store to store. Every day. I know day, yeah. I know that they have know something that I want at the store when they're gonna have it and then I can go hey there's you know there's line there great if not whatever I, I can see basically how much they have what they have and, and, and actually have a real opportunity to, to get something that I yeah. I,
1: I, I'm with you there like yeah it sucks that people go oh people with jobs don't get it, it is but honestly those people without jobs are gonna be the ones waiting in line and scouring those stores anyway, it's not really deterring those people from getting those You know, resellers or those true avid collectors are going to be the ones that are grabbing these first, yeah. first and foremost, I- regardless of the system they have in place. Absolutely. This I- at least means that we don't have to drive to seven hot topics, hoping that we find them. Exactly.
0: Like I, I, like I said, I'll, I did them to go to one, one hot topic. Like I said, they've been good. Like I said, I love what they what they've been doing. Um, like I said, I hope they continue this just because. Like I said, hey, I think I think it gives everyone a fair chance because they're letting everyone know. It's not like they're like keeping it secret either. It's, no. they're like, hey, you know what? This time they're
1: they're actually announcing. They're, hey, they're we have X, Y, and Z. This. Yeah. If you want this,
0: come in the morning before we open up and come and grab it. Simple as that. So it gives you that chance. So, but yeah. So again, last week. We get the, the
1: post that they have these chases. And so like a bunch of preteen girls, Jeremy, Larry, and I roll over to the mall
0: before any store is open. The mall before, except basically we were competing with one, the mall employees and, th- and mall walkers. We had three old ladies say hi to us like we were one of them. Yeah. Like we were speedwalking the Like mall. we were speedwalking the mall
1: like they were, which is, I didn't realize was like a thing for old people. You didn't know that? I well, uh, I knew like during the opening hours, but like I didn't realize like in that two hours that the mall lets you in before any stores are open. Yeah, like that's no, prime it, like it
0: is a huge speed walking so thing. When my when my grandma was alive, like I said, that was her, that was her jam. She 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 loved a mall walk. Um, actually, like I find it funny too because so. And did you watch the last season of uh, Better Call Saul? I uh, you know I'm not all of it. No. Okay. So there's there's a scene in there basically where Saul's befriending basically this old lady to, to settle this case so that way he can get it, that way he can get his money but like there's a whole scene of them ball walking and it's hilarious it's, it's a hilarious scene. <laughs> um, yeah, ball of walking is a huge thing. <laughs> this thing is like years ago, uh, going back down to Tucson, I
1: worked in a mall. And I don't remember anybody being in there early, like walking, maybe they just didn't let him in down there because of, you know, it's Tucson and it's <laughs> kind of sketch at that mall. But like, I don't remember it. So it was a shock to me when we were, uh, all the old ladies were like, Hey, as we walked by, I was, I felt special. I was like the, uh, the
0: favorite grandson for once. I <laughs> you know, what the only thing was missing was those cookies, <laughs> yeah. and be set. um, Honestly, what I was kind of surprised at, because like I said, I was kind of getting nervous there for a second because that security guard came by and I, I was reading online from a couple of different people that security will come by and say, hey, you can't wait outside the store, that, you know, all, all this stuff. Uh, um, but apparently that, that, that security guard was like pretty cool. Like, so like, hey, what are you guys waiting for? And, and it was really you know, chatting us up and everything. So didn't care. There's a super nice security there. So it, it was awesome.
1: No, we do have to, to talk about how you locked out though, because... Um, you skated by it on the skin of your teeth.
0: I did. So we did. The, so we did basically did this last uh, the, the week before. Um, literally, there was no one there. It was yeah. basically me and Scott, and and that's it. And then one guy maybe came like fifteen minutes after, you
1: know, who didn't present. want the chase, or
0: wasn't there specifically for it, but would have grabbed one if there was a, a, a third. He, absolutely. Um, so this time, though, like I said this, this since this was the double rainbow exclusive, double exclusive. Um, there was a bit more of a demand for it, um, just because I, I believe these things were already commanding like a hundred dollars or something. Yeah, online. they were they something were ridiculous. Already
1: being resold for a ridiculous price.
0: So we get there. There was what? There's four people there.
1: Initially. Right. Initially, there was four, and so we had kind of had to bet how many people were going to be on there. Mm-hmm. I called seven at first, but then I retracted it because I was like, no, I'm going to go with five. Four guys were there, and then uh, apparently their friend had to potty because uh, a fifth guy showed up after the fact and kind of got in the line with, with that group. So
0: And then I was starting to get like a
1: little pissed because I'm like, okay. We, the, the saddest thing is, so there's these five guys in front of us. Jeremy is number six. Me and Larry are, you know, seven and eight. The
0: I, don't, way that, I don't know what the fuck the noise was. I don't either. <laughs> it was like a hiccup it was I don't think I think about a burp at the same time.
1: <laughs> Had a fart in there and you got the trifecta. But All right. Um, so the thing that's trippy about it is, so they have a display of the, the cropuses and then at the very top they have the chases, but they put them in such a way that another display is blocking it, so we have no idea. We can see three, maybe at least four, but we don't really know how many more past that there are. So we're kind of weighing the line, and we're like... There could be only four There could be five There could be six Or more Like we don't know How many are in there So we just kind of Have to wait and see And as luck would have it There were exactly six
0: There were six
1: So Jeremy being Number six in line Did get his His You know Mythical unicorn Of the double exclusive Which was Rumpus
0: My chase. My first ever that I I So I have a few chases Not Not, not too Too many Um but I said this was my first like exclusive, and then a chase on top of that exclusive. So that was kind of how we did the week. Scott, you also uh, you know said you put you put some some time into uh, a new video game, right? I
1: did. That's I was saying I was a shut in because I was been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, which um, both uh, Leo and I have a chance to pick it up, and uh, we'll have a full review coming up soon. We were going to do a first impressions video. Um, and so I recorded the the, the the video and everything for it, and it was edited and ready to go. It was edited and ready to go, and I was like, "All right, here's the things." I did not give it that great of a score. Like it, it's, it was not different enough from Syndicate. At least within that first like hour that I played before I recorded that that video, it was not different enough from the. The other Assassin's Creed games, and then I did not like that new combat system they put into it. Uh, I thought they was trying to basically they were trying to rip off kind of The Witcher or uh, uh, Dark Souls in the way that you kind of approach your yeah, I mean, it's, like like, it's
0: like very Dark Souls,
1: very Dark Souls, uh, near Automata, where you have kind of the you know the camera stays behind you. You have like you know your bumpers do the attacks now instead of having just it's more of an active fight system. Instead of waiting for people to attack you and have these scripted events, depending on what button you push, it's, um, you actually have like hitboxes. So you actually have to fight and you can miss. There's a lot of uh, actually like tactics that have to go into the fights. And so at first I was like, it's like a sped up version of Dark Souls. I really didn't like it. So I recorded this video, sent it over to Jeremy to get it edited. He gets it all up. We're gonna post it. And then I kept playing the game. And I got to where it's kind of, you know, after the first, like, two hours, you actually get to be like, alright, stop having directed quests, now you get to just go out and explore and do whatever you want, right? And there's quests and shit throughout the, this giant-ass map. And after saying that, and playing it, and getting used to the fighting system, <laughs> dude, it's fucking amazing.
0: Like, that's what, you're, that's what you're saying. So, I'm like, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in a long time, and I think it's because, literally, of all the, all the things that you said initially, like... There's, there hasn't been any like any real changes like so it's, it's just basically it's almost like playing like a game and you're basically putting a skin over,
1: uh, a different right. skin over it. So it's it's like when they did the uh, like all the I, I this is not the same now, but back in the day, if you played the original like uh uh like the Battlefront games yeah. or um the the bat uh, the Battlefield games, I mean, where you had like Battlefield 1942, and then they're like. Battlefield 2042, and they just basically reskinned everything to make it look futurish. Yeah, I, uh, the Assassin's Creed games turned kind of into that. I Maybe mean, Black Flag was kind of that standout where it was like we're gonna be pirates and it was amazing because you could.
0: Which sh- i still, I, I still have to, I, I never gotta, played that. I never you you it pick I it up at. because well, one, I, well, I had the opportunity to pick it up the other day. But I have a feeling that, that that's gotta be one of those games they drop for a PS Plus one month
1: well they just did the freedom cry yeah and then so i'm hoping that the full game drops soon for the the ps4 so i mean that one was probably one of the best games in the in that series and then it just kind of went downhill from there um syndicate wasn't bad which was the last one they did before this one but there was just nothing different about it like i uh, we've complained before on the thing where they added the grappling hook and then they're like by god you're gonna fucking use it in this one it's they got rid of a lot of the gimmicks it's you don't have all these special like dual hidden blades and your hidden blade isn't like a guaranteed kill anymore like lowly uh, enemies you can kill but like like a boss or like a, a you know leader of a, a camp or something like that may take the hit and get back up and start fighting you. so you actually have to be strategic to be like okay I can't kill this guy in one shot like i'm gonna have to use like in the environment or scout ahead or take out everybody around him so i take him on -on one-on-one like you actually have to be strategic so if you play the game take my word for it get through the first like two hours of gameplay
0: so the first like 45 minutes it's all like hey, if you've never played an Assassin's Creed right. game before, it's like, hey, you know, this is do how this. you strafe, or this mm-hmm. is how you move, or this is how you pick up items. Well, and the first thing you do is they, they throw you into
1: finding a guy to learn the new combat system, because this is completely new to So is that when everybody. you were, like,
0: like, I watched the video, so is yeah. that when you were, like, in that the arena type thing? With like,
1: that one-on-one with yeah, that guy? Yeah. yeah, so that's basically right at the beginning, they're like, okay, we have to teach everybody this new combat system, because this is new to anyone who's played this series. So... Yeah, it, it's great. Leo and I will have a full review coming. We're gonna skip my first impressions video, um, and I think we'll just put our, our review over the, the video of that first 30 minutes uh, that that we had recorded here. Uh, so yeah, that, that's been my shut-in, as I've just been playing that continually for the last, like,
0: week. And drinking scotch.
1: And drinking scotch, which is, well, that's normal. Like, I, I would do that regardless of new video game <laughs> or not.
0: It just makes it that much better. It does. Okay, um, for those of you that aren't Arizona natives, um, when did Florence actually get shit? (laughs) Like? Oh, um, I haven't
1: been here for a while, so it's been a few years, uh, uh, there's like stores and stuff. Most of them I don't think are doing very well. Okay. Uh,
0: well, because to give everyone some context. Um, so basically the only thing that's really in Florence normally is a prison. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the biggest person in Arizona yep um and I'm actually kind of surprised that there's actually like stores and stuff now
1: yes wow. yeah so it's uh little uh less sketch than it was before uh but yeah most of those stores I think uh they open up like uh a couple of those big box like retail like department store kind of things uh a lot of them apparently down here are shutting down because they don't actually have the volume of people that they expected would show up to the store. So Because
0: it's Florence. Because
1: it's Florence, yeah. <laughs> not not fun stuff. So it's uh It's kind of the pit stop. It, it's the town where two like highways intersect. So it, the, the town exists only because it's two major thoroughfares. And there's a prison. Area. And there's a prison. Which and, I, you need, and then they need people to work at the prison. Yes, they and if you're gonna work at the prison, why don't you just live in the city with the prison. Absolutely so
0: all right, so um, that's what kind of what we did this week. Um, I said, we're going to have to do some, some awesome coverage of the con. Like I said, you're going to probably see a few different videos uh, from that. Like I said, you'll see some, one, some of us you know, just at the con doing some coverage. Two, I said, I'll literally excel. Like, it's like, it's been recently my birthday, um, so I, I'm like, what, what did I want for my birthday? I wanted money, um, so that way I could buy some stuff from the con. Uh, so, so you'll probably have some haul videos oh. uh, from from the con as well uh, that I'll be providing. Um, we'll do we'll set up a post con recap. So, um, by the time you are hearing this, like I said we'll split to uh, some some different audio once we're at the con, and then like I said you, like I said probably in the next like two minutes you'll actually hear our our final thoughts yes. uh, uh, of the
1: con. So for you guys it'll probably be no time at all, but for us it's going to be a few hours. Um, and- coming up here to see what happened at Tucson and hopefully we have some good stories especially after having a couple of beers at beer garden absolutely so we will check in with you uh at the
0: perfect
1: have a good one guys Imposed
0: exile for the day, I guess. What? I hope you enjoyed the old music there. <laughs> um, uh, as you joined us on our journey, uh, Scott and I are back in the car after coming back from Tucson Comic-Con 2017. What? Their 10... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's their 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary. It was, uh, it was nice to be there. Like I said, it was... It was, it was cool. It was, it was a nice con. Like, uh,
1: they actually had it set up different from most Comic-Cons I've been to, but actually, after a while, it... it made it kind of nice. So instead of walking in straight into like a vendor hall, you actually had a lot of kind of your like cosplay groups and everything up where you first enter, And then they actually had where you have to go down a set of stairs and kind of off to the side to get to the exhibitor hall. And it it cut down on that traffic going in and out way better than
0: other cons I've been to. No, absolutely. It was, it was kind of weird too, because I think this is the first convention center that I've ever been in to where you walk in and then, the exhibit, oh, so basically, the main show floor is on the bottom. So basically, you're taking an escalator downstairs rather than taking basically an escalator upstairs. Right. Where, uh, like, like for example, like Phoenix Convention Center or some of the other convention centers are out there, where you're basically going up and then that's the. Main level. Your main auditoriums and everything are up on that upper floor, so you're gonna have to go in and go up to get into most of the things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's like that. It was it was set up really nice. Um, Got tons of footage. So
1: we yeah, we we recorded a lot while we were
0: down there. So one of the things that we one of the things we wanted to cover and make sure to kind of give a couple of shout outs is we uh, we went up and kind of like talk to some people. Like I said, we wanted to one and, and enjoy one the convention, but then two, like I said, give everyone the opportunity to kind of you know like you know, give a shout out to their their wares. You know, hawk what, their, what, what they're hawk, slinging, hawk their shit. Yeah, hawk their shit. Like it's it's a matter of like you know what everyone starts off someplace. And so, if, they, if we can give them, you know, five seconds on on, on our podcast uh, to go ahead and kind of hawk their stuff, you know, we want to go ahead and do that. So, um, there'll be a video uh, of us walking through the con. You'll see some of those uh, some of those uh, kind of shout-outs. Basically, um, what happened during the whole music. Yeah. So, one of the people that we got was it actually caught me by surprise. So I didn't run into him. I didn't run into him. He ran into me, and he actually like tapped me on the shoulder because I'm like, and he he, he remembered me from uh, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con so in my room tour video um i have that uh that batman framed up prints uh, that 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 awesome batman that's uh that was drawn by jason fabick and then i have like I said, that batman logo where really the the batman written out and then it has like the bat symbol like kind of like faded and ghosted into the back And so i met this artist uh bobby breed uh up in uh up at the amazing las vegas uh, comic-con and that's when I had him draw that. And so I'm walking through, and then I all of a sudden I get this like tap on my shoulder. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, and it was him. Yeah, and yeah was, he,
1: he remembered you. I'm like, super cool guy, like automatic best friends. Yeah. Like, he was super, super cool guy.
0: Super, super friendly. Um, so his website is artbride3.com. Um, definitely check it out. Because it's a, Phenomenal artist. He's a super, super awesome artist. Like, he's an yeah. awesome, super friendly, really like, Really will work with you with anything you want. Like I said, for example, the thing that I had to make when I was talking with him, he had never made anything like that before, and so like I said, I just gave him like, hey, you know what? This is what I want. Take your creative license. Like I said you're the artist. Like I said you, you you draw on so many different things. Go for it and draw it. Like, and and he came up with probably like I said one of the coolest pieces that I have you know in, in my man cave in the office. Yeah, it's a phenomenal
1: print. Now. This might make some of our listeners mad if you've gone through here, but uh, there, there's one thing I have to comment on, and it, maybe it's just because we look a little sketch. Um, <laughs> I, know where you're, I know where you're going with this. Going it. I, I'm not really sure what it is, but why is it so fucking hard to give away free shit to people?
0: I don't know. So, so to, to let you know where we're coming from, we literally had a sign that says... Hey, do you want a free pop? Just ask Just me for ask one. me how. We literally had no, no one, one ask us. We had to approach people. We had
1: to, we had to approach people, and they see at first they're like, we don't really want to do that. Like they didn't and we didn't even tell them what they had to do. We're like, do you want a free pop? And they're like, no, no, I don't maybe. What but, do I have to do? Like they were super like cautious. Yeah, yeah. so
0: apprehensive. And the thing is, like I said, literally, this is what we were having people do. The most ultra-challenging thing in the world, we were basically, hey, do you want a free pop? Yes? Okay. Answer a trivia question that we generated regarding the pop. And it was like, I think to make it as easy easy as as possible possible so people
1: could win, like, the Christopher Lloyd. Who was the... Or, uh, you know, the pop for Emmett Brown was... Just say Christopher Lloyd. Who was the actor? Just tell me the actor who played the character. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. And... Like, I'll give you a
0: pop. and. And it, and it, like, so it was they, literally, they're just like, going to build the, the brand of the podcast Like, say, Hey, you know what? This is sponsored by the STS guys. Everyone was super happy after they got their pop. And yeah. um, we
1: even let them cheat. Like it was like, yeah. dude, we are going to, if you talk to us, we're going to make it so that you get one of these. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to get it. Like I so said, you just, I stood for what? Maybe 20 minutes holding a sign and said no, no one, no one stopped. looked at it yeah. and just kept walking. Like, and I just had a bag full of pops. Like you could see that in the bag i had stuff to give away it's not like i'm like you have to sign up for a mailing list or anything it literally was like uh one hand had a bag of pops the other hand had ask
0: me for one of these and i'll it, give it to you it literally felt like like we had a van that said hey kid want some candy painted on the side because yeah. no one approached
1: us no one no one walked up and be like those guys are gonna do something dirty I'm like no we're and we had our, like legit media badges, like visible, so we're like, dude, and our shirts, and our shirts that say the SDS guys podcast, like on it. Like, it's the weirdest thing to see that no one was like free pop. Like, I'm sure half the collectors on the thing would have been like, yeah, I'll take whatever one you want. Like, but
0: yeah, it was, and they were they were like I said they were decent pops. Like I said we I said we had we had a Batman, we had uh, one of your Hellboys. Well, so one of the Hellboys uh, from that case. Um, so those were the, the no, was no. It, uh, so we gave her the the Christopher Lloyd the Loot Crate exclusive
1: yeah, we one. Gave, we gave that one away. And the uh, Kenneth Everdeen
0: from uh, from Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. So we have so we have that still, and we have the Batman still. So we gave away the Hellboy, and we gave away the uh, the Doctor Emma Brown. So we gave away two. Um, honestly, we gave up after the two because it, it was so fucking hard. It was so hard. So if you're listening to this right now. Um, we will be at Fan Fest. We will be at Phoenix Fan Fest next weekend. With the remaining two. With the remaining two, along with some others. Potentially so, more. So if you see the SDS Guys podcast with a sign that says, Hey, what's a pop free pops? Just ask Just how. how. Just ask Cal. Just ask How. I guarantee you the answer to the question,
1: what we're gonna give you, if you know anything about the character, you should be able to answer it
0: fairly well. Yeah. It's like our questions were so simple. So to give you, so Scott gave you the example of uh, what we asked for the Dr. Russell Brown for the Hellboy one, except it was a little bit more tricky. But if you're in the like pop culture and in, in the current events, what's happening, you should know. Like, who is the new actor uh, playing Hellboy? Answer, David Harper. From, um, David Harper from Stranger Things. So we were, this guy didn't know. And we were like, hey, you want, okay, what show uh, is, is he from that, that's currently on right now? Stranger Things. Done. You get a pop. You're done. You get a pop. But then after we gave them the like their reactions completely changed.
1: Yeah. They were like super happy. They're like, oh, that's all I had to do is go on camera, answer some trivia and we'll give you some freaks." Like, Yeah. Done. And we ahead. I don't care. Like we had the, they couldn't remember the Christopher Lloyd's name. Yeah. So his daughter busted out her cell phone. We're like, I was like, go, just well,
0: look then, it up on the, well, look it up on the phone. Well, then, Neither one of them got it. And then I'm like, hey, we have smart for people. Right. like, IMDB. Yeah. Let's go. Look it up. Let's like, go. we don't care. Like,
1: we're going, you if you talk to us, we're going to give you this thing. Even if I have to dumb down and be like, who played
0: Marty McFly? Like, yes, yeah, this is something. Like, but, like, in a nutshell, though, if people want to give you free stuff, yeah, I would normally question it too. But if the SDS guys want to give you free stuff, we we're going to give you, give you free, free stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like, we're, you free stuff. <laughs> we're
1: handing shit out. So if you see us at Phoenix Comic-Con, black shirt, white, STS Guys logo on it,
0: ask us for free stuff. We'll give you something for free. Yeah, like, we will give you something. Absolutely. Like I said, it's it's something that like I said, we love to do. Is we love to engage listeners. We love to engage, like I said, the, the rest of the community out there, and all of our viewers on, on YouTube, SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play, and, and on TuneIn. All platforms, you know, you know, much love all your way Just because we want to make sure that we're giving back to you. Um, so we have, we do have our, our, our current giveaways going on now. Make sure to check out the channels for those. Um, so we know that our YouTube and Instagram community love uh, giveaways. So let's make sure to go ahead and make sure you're signed up for those because guess what? We actually do give stuff out and we're going to continue to do that as we, as we uh, kind of uh, progress along through the timeline of our podcast. So. Scott, we had an interesting thing happen to us.
1: Oh, very, very, very interesting thing happened. So we um, made a
0: friend. We did make a friend. Um, uh, we 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 met a fellow podcaster. Yes. Um, this podcaster uh, is is um, a little bit more well known than uh, than than, than your podcaster. <laughs> but, well, yeah, than us. Um, so one of the media guests there uh, was Ming Chen. Uh, and Ming Chen, uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know, um, he has a podcast called I Sell Comics. It's a great podcast. He hosts it with Mike Zapsik. Um Both of those guys are actually from AMC's Comic Book Men. So if you you know, watch them Walking Dead and you tune in afterwards and you see Comic Book Man, uh, Ming Chen is, is on Comic Book Men. Awesome, awesome guy. Super, 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 super nice super guy. Super, super nice. So you know what? I'm just going to go say hi. So I'm like, I go through. I'm like... They have like little like line security guards, like waiting there. I got yelled at. Scott got yelled at. Why was that Scott?
1: Uh, because I had the, our cameras were up and apparently, uh, there is no photography whatsoever near the people because they charge for it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I get yelled at, told to put my camera away. So Jeremy's like, oh, whatever. I'm still going to go say hi. Yeah.
0: So I, I walk up to me. And then the very first thing I said, I'm like, the very first thing I said to Ming was like, Hey Ming, like I said, I sell comics. And then, well, because it's a podcast. And I'm like, and then like he instantly lights up and I'm like we start talking about like podcasts and stuff like that. We start talking about our podcast, kind of what we, what we're all about, kind of what we do. And then he's like, Hey, you want to, you, you want to give a shout out? I'm like, sweet. And so I wave Scott over. So basically I, I turn
1: on the camera and stare right at that security yeah. lady. So just like turn it on, I was like, ha. A ha. big fuck you to security because yeah. like, said, Ming basically waves us over. Like, he hey, waves me over. It's, He's it's, like, hey, come it's, over it's, here.
0: It's, it's, it's okay. You know, yeah, you p- can come down, and like come bring the over. camera or whatever. So, so got a picture and then we did like a quick little like you know, like 30-second like shout-out and uh couple minute interview. Couple minute interview with, interview with Ming. Yeah. Um like I said, go check his uh Go check this podcast out. It's I Sell Comics. Um, it's on SoundCloud. You can find it through uh, the Smodcast Network as well. Um, it's 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 great. Like I said, it's if you love comics and comic book stuff, it's it's a it's a great great podcast. Um,
1: super knowledgeable group.
0: Super knowledgeable. I said I said between Mike and Wang I said their knowledge of comic books it's, it's it's uncanny. Yeah. So if you want to know like, first appearances, if you want to know yeah. what's currently out on the shelves right now, like you know who better to hear from than the comic book yeah, men
1: themselves. Better, right. Well, and like, I always like to say that Jeremy, between the two of us, I think we have a pretty complete knowledge of, of comics, but it, we're overshadowed, or like, just, we're a little microscopic compared to the knowledge these guys have, so.
0: It, it, it's true, it's, it's true. So, we didn't think we were gonna get a chance to talk to any of the, the real guests there, so it was quite the surprise to be able to, one, um, talk to just me. Just even say hi. Just even, honestly, just even say hi and, and, and meet Ming. Me. Like I said, that's something that I wanted to do, make, make sure I, I, did, I did while I was down there. I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it. And then the fact that we got, you know, a couple minutes of video with him, it's, it's even a, better. It was even better. So, you know, thanks, Ming, uh, for, for, for helping us out and for coming on video and just kind of talking about podcasting, kind of what you're all about as well. We definitely yeah. appreciate it. And I said, uh, well, That was the coolest thing you could have done. Yeah. So, so. thank you. Uh, thank you for giving us a, a, a couple moments of your time. So. After we kind of did all of our coverage and everything else like that, you know, here at Comic Con, you can't go, you know, to Comic Con and, and not shop. Oh yeah, no. Um you, I, you have to buy stuff. So we're kind of looking around, different stuff, and so Scott, you know, like I said, Scott did buy something. I did buy something. Um, not uh, necessarily for himself. Hopefully not for
1: myself. I hope um, so. Yeah, I hope so for, for myself. Uh, oh so one of the artists for idw that does uh the my little pony uh comic book was there uh doing prints tony fleeks tony fleeks and uh he had some nice little just little prints so i don't i talk about everyone so i i have a four-year-old she's obsessed with my little pony so i'm like i they, somebody has a legit artist has like my little pony prints that they've done like i'm gonna pick one up so picked one up and I think I was, I, you know just happened to mention I was like oh man my daughter's gonna flip when I got this thing and you know Mike was like hey what's her name And I said oh it's you know Olivia so he grabs it and he actually signed and wrote a little note on the on the print for her so that's I think uh, when she gets home she's gonna see that she might she's probably not gonna know what the, the signature is until much later but um, she's gonna flip
0: when she sees that print. It's awesome. Yeah. It's super significant. Something that, you know, like I said, your, 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 daughter, like I said, your daughter will, like I said, like now just because it's My Little Pony. Yeah. But I think we'll appreciate in the future as well because of the fact it's an actual, actual artist uh, 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 of, of what it is. Yeah. So, that um, I had to do a little shopping myself. Um, I, like I said, the great Neil Adams uh, was, was there. And so I had to initially get something, something with a signature on it because just, I. I I think I have a couple Neil Adams signatures, but I'm not sure. But I don't have anything Marvel um, that that Neil Adams has done. So um, a, a couple of years back, he did this awesome Spider-Man cover. Um, I've, I've I've been looking at it a, a couple different times, but I actually got a signed uh, copy of that cover by Neil Adams. So it's 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 a pretty cool cover. You'll have to kind of tell the story though, because Neil Adams was there. Yes. <laughs> so. Neil Adams was there. I know what his signature looks like. Um, there it was a booth around the corner. Like, two tables away. Two tables away. Um, that, that That's actually where I bought the book from that was actually already signed by him. So it was either, Neil Adams does charge a little bit much for his signatures. Um, so I ended up buying it from this other guy, which I said I, I've I seen signature enough times I, I know if it's real or not. Um, I brought it from this other guy so it was a little bit cheaper because I actually bundled it with a deal with a um, Walt Simonson uh, first appearance of Beta Ray Bill. Thor right, uh, uh, so. yeah. So I'll have a, a small little haul video uh, up of that. Uh, and then uh, I, while we were there, since, since we are a, uh, you know, a friend of the Funko Pop family there, um, we did end up picking up one pop uh, that actually wasn't even for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually picked it up uh, for my wife she loves basically any of the pop figures that are actually of animals, and so one that she always loved. Um, what it was actually, like I think it came out maybe as right as we were getting into pops, or maybe even a, a little bit before so, um, we got we got into pops. A couple years old, old, right? Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a little older. Was the the t- bullseye the target dog? Um, so I know she's she's mentioned that she's wanted that a couple of different times. Um, someone had a, a decent deal on one down there, so I and in great condition. Yeah, yeah, and, and in great condition. So I ended up actually uh, picking that up as well from him. So all that will be on a, a haul video uh, that we will be sure to post uh, coming up here shortly. So overall, it was like a pretty awesome adventure. It was a successful in, into uh,
1: into Tucson. You know, and and not like it's a bad thing, but there was not as many people as I would have expected down there. Which made it nice. Uh, one of the problems with a lot of these concerts is they get bigger and bigger. It starts to get crowded and you have a really hard time talking with those artists or have to wait Absolutely. and everything. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Like, with this one, there was that right number of people. It wasn't empty, but it wasn't to the point where you could, you know, you had to wait or there's anything, you could walk right up to any of the booths, start talking to any of the people. Uh, and, you know, everyone was, was there you could
0: hear everybody like it it was a it was a really really good con. Uh, I, I absolutely agree. I can, I've been to some bigger conventions I've been to some smaller connections conventions I like the, the mid the small the mid-sized conventions uh, just because that they're much more intimate like I said you can you can exactly what Scott was saying you can go and actually interact I said with your favorite artists and asset and, and and creators like if I went to San Diego Comic-Con, there is no way in hell that I'm going to go up, and you know what, there's a line, there's, there's a line, go up and talk to Bing Chen and get him on video and, and, and talk to right. us. Right. Or there's no way that I'm going to, you know, go up and talk to, you know, like I said, the, the Bobby breed the artist that did my Batman thing. He doesn't have time. He doesn't have time. Because, like I said, he's there to work and this, that, and the other. And there's so many people where, like I said, it's great for them and, like I said, it, but as a fan because i like the smaller ones just because i said it gives me more opportunity one to interact with like the creators that i love but then also to be able to get the content that i want to bring to to all you guys out there too um like i said i i it makes me excited uh for all of our our future coverage as well this being our our first Official. official um uh, coverage. all have been to many a con, but never as uh not, not never to actually cover it. Not never to actually cover it in an official media capacity. Yeah. Um so media capacity, like I said we we enjoyed ourselves at, at Tucson Comic Con. Like I said, they are slow like said, they celebrated their ten year anniversary. I hope they have us back next year. Um so I I know we uh, we post a ton on our Instagram about it. Um, and a ton, uh, ton of different stuff uh, on all of our well, social media channels Plenty of videos to come yeah so we'll have tons of video coverage to come and we, we hope to, that you guys enjoy that uh, as much as we did you know even though you didn't need to be there hopefully like I said you, you can partake in the giveaways that we have uh, actively on our channel right now and then like I said you can, you can enjoy a little bit of the con uh, that we got to shoot on video uh, I think that about covers our adventure that does cover our adventure um, actually like no, it does not cover our adventure. Um, Scott, you did something on Thursday night. Oh, uh, I did.
1: That, that we, we, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. Yes. So first impressions? First impressions of Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. So I did get a chance to go to the advanced screening of Thor on Thursday. Um, go see that fucking movie is all I have to say. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, the, I, I, there's a couple things that I'll say that it goes through. It's super hilarious, like it, it has got a ton of comedy into it. Um, I would put it up there in terms of the level as the original Guardians of the Galaxy with some of the, level, the jokes that they have. Um, you can tell it doesn't take itself too seriously like the other Thor movies did. It's a very stark change and it's super colorful. Like all the different sets, like they use color really well. Um, so when you're in like, so uh, it's actually
0: like a, a comic book
1: movie, kind like of a movie. comic book movie, yeah. So at a certain point, he kind of you meet Surtur for the first time. And you're in his realm, so everything's dark and kind of all monotone colors. And then when you get to some of the other places, it's like shiny in Asgard, and then uh, the all, all the other planets and when they're in space and everything is super colorful, has all these different uh, you know contrasting things to really make that movie pop. So yeah, it does it's a it makes it like a, a comic book come to life and uh they've definitely shown that uh a character like thor you can interject a lot of humor to it uh and make it seem natural and flow it for some of the people i know that it might be a little much on the humor because it, it really didn't take itself seriously in some spots that i thought it should have maybe switched itself a little bit more. Uh, but all in all, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, uh, the director and I—I uh, I know he did some of the final script treatment. Was uh, Takeaway Ytt yeah. who's a hilarious writer. What we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Uh, hunt for the Wilder People. Actually, a couple people from the Wilder People showed up
0: in well, Ragnarok what, as kind me. of side
1: characters. Uh, and uh, like the character uh, Crack that he played, like. Is uh, it's it's awesome. Like the the whole thing is just good. But there's some points where you're like, did they really need to throw that joke in there? Uh, to me, yeah, I thought it was great. But I I can see how some people are, are a little annoyed with it. But overall, uh, I think it was running at like a critic score. At least last I looked, was in like the high nineties, mid nineties on Rotten Tomatoes. It deserves that score. Awesome. Uh, so. And there's some surprises in there, Jeremy. I know, you know we won't spoil it here on first impressions. We'll give a full review later. But uh, Jeremy called and was like, "Wait, I didn't even
0: know they did this. Like they it, you know, that that specific. I'm it, you know, I have not it. Yeah. Like for me, I don't. I don't care about spoilers. It's, it's going to. I'm, I'm gonna go see it no matter what. Like I said, you can't. You could can tell me about. You could tell me shot for shot a movie, and if it's something I want to see, it still wouldn't spoil it for me. Right. because it, it's still nothing like seeing it in person but i'll just put it this way for anybody who's worried that like oh you've seen
1: too much in the trailers and everything a lot of those things that you think happen or are things are altered for the trailer so you do not get very much of that storyline during like for the trailers like stuff that happens you're like you recognize a scene but the the background is different it's in a completely different context and there's like aspects of it that you, you wouldn't have noticed. So it is it is amazing to see kind of what they did to not spoil the movie uh, or at least to let you see the, you know, see that trailer and then go into the movie and see that scene in an entirely different uh, aspect. So, yeah. So go see the movie. That's, I mean, my 100% recommendation is if you like superhero movies,
0: watch this one. Uh, I I'm excited. I'm gonna go see it uh, probably maybe tonight or, t- or tomorrow. Uh, so either Saturday or Sunday. Um, I I am super pumped to see it to kind of see what it has to offer. Um, like I like kind of this direction and everything that I heard and what was happening in the movie. So I am I am super pumped to go
1: to go see it. So what I say is probably on our next episode of the podcast, uh, whatever number we decide on. We're not sure if this is. I, I think, think this is this, tw- this, this is twelve. This is 12. So, on episode 13, uh, coming up next week, we will have the full review of uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, At least, Jeremy and I can sit down, actually, we'll have the spoiler-filled one of things we liked and what specifically we didn't like. Awesome.
0: So, that does it for this week's episode of the SDS Guys episode 12. Uh, For this week, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Scott. And we're the SDS Guys, signing out.